What do the letters in EPA represent? Effete Psychopaths of America. Unless you've been abducted by aliens from our recent invasion of UFOs, you've probably heard about the train derailment in East Palestine, Ohio. If you drew a line diagonally from Cleveland to Pittsburgh, East Palestine would be roughly in the middle, straddling the Ohio-Pennsylvania border. This small town has a population of around 5,000. Their median household income is just over 45,000, and the median property value is just under 90,000. This probably explains the lack of formal response and general apathy to the people. Who cares about poor people, right? Especially poor white people who live in a county that for every one Biden voter, there's more than two Trump voters. Maybe that explains the tepid response. No one cared about Flint, Michigan back in the day, and just like them, not much will happen to help those in East Palestine. But first, let's review the timeline of what happened before I tell you how this is just like 9-11. The Norfolk Southern train crashed on February 3rd, just before 9 p.m., causing a huge fire. Out of its 150 cars, 20 of them were carrying hazardous materials. The primary chemical of concern was, and still is, vinyl chloride, a carcinogen that turns into a lethal gas at room temperature, which is only 68 to 72 degrees. The derailment dumped more than 1.1 million pounds of it into the environment. It was also carrying additional chemicals like ethylene glycol and monobutyl ether that were released into the air, soil, and water supply. Fearing an explosion, emergency responders diverted the chemicals to a trench and burnt them. This would send toxic gases like phosgene and hydrogen chloride that were used in World War I into the atmosphere. The key chemical of concern, vinyl chloride, can cause a plethora of health problems like dizziness, sleepiness, and headaches. It's also linked to an increased risk of cancer in the liver, brain, lungs, and blood. According to the Ohio Department of Health, breathing high levels of vinyl chloride can make someone pass out or even die if they don't get fresh air. President Trump is showing up in East Palestine this coming week. You know who isn't there? Biden. No, he's in Ukraine because apparently he's their president, not ours. The transportation secretary, Pete Buttigieg, he hasn't shown up either. In fact, it took PD 11 days to issue a response, and that was just a series of tweets about everything the Biden administration has done regarding train safety. It was diarrhea of the keyboard that was nothing more than a PSA about how great they are. He said that he would be willing to work with Congress on rail transportation issues, but that kind of ignores the massive problem in front of him now, East Palestine. He also did the very establishment Democrat thing to do since 2016. He blamed Trump for repealing some super specific train rule. Yeah, you can't make this stuff up. These are the people in charge of the free world. It took more than two weeks before any official of the Biden administration showed up. So who came? Environmental Protection Agency Administrator Michael Regan. His story reminds me a lot of the former head of the EPA, Christine Todd Whitman, and her response to 9-11, but more on that a little bit later. So what did the EPA do? Well, they set up air monitoring stations at 12 locations surrounding the fire. Contaminated runoff on two surface streams, Sulphur Run and Leslie Run, were detected, and underflow dams were put in place to restrict the flow of water. 
Two days after the crash on February 5th, the administration said that air monitoring recordings did not detect any contaminants. The EPA reported that East Palestine Water Treatment Plant confirmed there were no adverse effects to the treatment plant. Both the EPA and Norfolk Southern collected surface samples for analysis. Just a few days later, on February 7th, the EPA reported that, quote, air monitoring did not detect any chemical contaminants of concern in the hours following the controlled burn. They go on to explain to residents to ignore the smell, saying, quote, Residents in the area and tens of miles away may smell odors coming from the site. This is because the byproducts of the controlled burn have a low odor threshold. This means people may smell these contaminants at levels much lower than what is considered hazardous. Day after day passes, with the EPA saying the air is safe. Nothing is beyond safe levels. Keep calm and carry on. On February 13th, the EPA claims that nearly 300 home screenings have taken place, and not one of them detected vinyl chloride or hydrogen chloride. Nearly 200 homes still need to be screened. It wasn't until the 16th that the EPA asked residents who get their water from private wells to submit samples for testing. The EPA starts offering bottled water to those residents while they await the results. The EPA reports, quote, test results from the village's municipal well sampling showed no water quality concerns. Governor DeWine issued a press release stating that the municipal water is safe to consume. So the message thus far is basically everything's fine. On February 17th, the EPA reports they have assisted with the indoor air monitoring of more than 500 homes, saying, quote, to date, there have been no detections of vinyl chloride or hydrogen chloride above levels of concern. By the next day, the EPA has tested 525 homes and say none of the chemicals have been detected. They also claim that the EPA has received water samples from the village of East Palestine's municipal well and that, quote, the results show no water quality concerns. It's safe, but the president and the transportation secretary won't show up? Well, meanwhile, more than 3,500 fish have died. Residents are finding chickens dead in their backyard and indoor pets are perishing too. People are experiencing rashes and coughing up blood. People as far as 30 miles away are feeling symptoms of dizziness and lightheadedness. But get this, Ohio Governor Mike DeWine says he was denied FEMA assistance at first because the town's homes weren't destroyed by the derailment. Now, weeks later, FEMA will show up. But so much damage has already been done, it might just be like rearranging the chairs on the Titanic. As of Sunday, February 19th, Cincinnati got smart and decided to shut off intake of water from the Ohio River, saying they're doing this, quote, out of an abundance of caution. Now I'll give you all these dirty details to remind you of this. More than 20 years ago, the EPA had a similar blunder that made them look like fools, if not murderers. The terrorist attacks of 9-11 had just happened. Everyone was concerned about air quality, particularly firemen clearing out ground zero. The dust was everywhere, but the EPA gaslit everyone into believing it was safe. The head of the EPA, Christine Todd Whitman, said, quote, I'm glad to reassure the people of New York that their air is safe to breathe and their water is safe to drink. Fast forward two decades later, and we know all this was a lie. Today, more people have died from toxic exposure than died on 9-11. More than 4,000 responders and survivors have died since then from breathing the more than 400 tons of crushed concrete, glass, and asbestos 
that was flying around downtown Manhattan on September 11, 2001. Nearly half of first responders still alive have a respiratory or digestive condition related to 9-11. 16% have developed cancer, and another 16% have a mental health condition like PTSD, depression, or substance abuse. These numbers will likely grow, as it is estimated that there were more than 400,000 first responders, cleanup crews, and survivors helping in the aftermath of 9-11. Now, remember when Republican governors not too long ago were shipping migrants to Washington, D.C. and Martha's Vineyard? That political stunt was earning them troll points in the culture wars. But that's it. Now, there are 5,000 Americans that need to be shipped out of town. But I guess that constituency won't earn you points with your base, am I right? All the money wasted transporting border crossers, and now Americans are dying from toxic exposure in Ohio and mums the word. It's always easier to bully foreigners than it is to actually do something of value. This is the eighth major derailment in the greater Pittsburgh region in the last five years. East Palestine is about an hour from the Pittsburgh metro area. In fact, the Federal Rail Administration warns that at least one train slips off the tracks every day in the United States. Sounds like we're a third world country on the verge of destruction. But are these train derailments accidents or are they negligence? And will these end up being just like the food plant fires that were set ablaze last year? But now should we expect trains to catch on fire with hazardous materials? You be the judge. Thanks for listening to Overnight Opinions. Be sure to tune in next Sunday night for an all-new episode. In the meantime, follow the Ladies Love Politics channel on TikTok, Rumble, and Instagram.